Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. decided to jump into the podcast game like everybody else in the world it seems at this point yeah. as you probably know uh, and I do I do a podcast with my friend uh, called Heather McDonald a juicy scoop and it's been so successful uh, that I've decided to get into it as well so I spoke to these guys over at comedy pop-up who I do a bunch of stand-up shows with and we've decided to do this thing called uh, what I'm gonna call cover to cover which is basically me talking about all the stories of the week out of the New York Post and the New York Times and the Daily News and papers like that that people used to read. And I'll cover it from, you know, I know everyone hates political topics, but there'll be a little bit of it. I won't get too deep into it. And I won't, I won't uh, choose a side uh, very often. But you have to admit that some of this stuff is pretty funny and it's hard not to comment on it. So I'll do a little of that. Of course, a little pop culture, a lot of pop culture stuff, because that's just what I'm into and in a, in a weird way. And, uh, and then even maybe tiny little bit of sports here and there, if the stories are big enough, I know that'll probably bore some of the people I already have as followers, uh, and things like that. So, uh, you know, that's it. I think that I, I've listened to enough podcasts and kind of to figure out what people like. Um, and you see if you get a following, you know, I mean, you and, can, and you are, I'm Chris Frangiola. Yeah. 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 Uh, like I think, I think most of the people who come onto this podcast will probably know who I am from the juicy scoop podcast, but, uh, and then Chelsea lately and things like that, that I was on and, and have done, but, um, and then we'll, and then from there we'll, we'll see how it works, you know, and I'm going to have guests as well tonight. Today I don't have any guests because uh, I wanted to just kind of tell people what it's going to be about and how it's going to work. And all that. So um, here we are. Here we are in a little tiny studio in Koreatown, Los Angeles, which is an area of Los Angeles that used to be an area where no white person would go, but uh, or any other out person outside of a Korean would go. But now it is uh, it is becoming kind of like a hip little spot. And these guys have a cool little studio down here. So we sit in a little room um, that is pretty actually kind of nice. And we do this. If you could watch this on this ta uh, tape, you would see what I'm talking about. And that is that. So we're going to we'll kind of get into it a little bit. Uh, I wanted to discuss some stuff. I do have um, a, a bit of a co-host here with me today, and he's going to he's pulling the blinds right now. So he's he's going to chime in on things if he if he so desires. But you don't have to. But we, we come from different worlds. I would imagine we're both comedians. Uh, he's relatively new at it. 
uh, and he sleeps in his car, which is fascinating to me. I've met quite a few guys along the way, uh, feature acts of mine and opening acts of mine who have been sleeping in their cars. It's fascinating. I'm way too high maintenance, I believe, to sleep in my car. Yeah, I used to be high maintenance, and then, uh, and then I don't know, the dream took over. So. But do you wear, like, contact lenses and stuff? Because I feel like that would, would fuck up my living in a car world, just contact lenses and, and things like that. No, I don't wear contacts, but, um, like, you figure out everything to do with a sink or a bathroom, you right. figure out first. So off the bat, you're like, okay, this is, if I need a sink for contact lenses right. or, you know, somewhere to go to the bathroom or a shower, that's always the first thing, like... Cooking and eating, you can do at a place. Yeah, sure. That's you yeah. can just go to Taco yeah, Bell or yeah. whatever, right? So you figure you figure it out quickly, though. Um, there's a there's a weird transition. Like I remember when I when I made the jump into like it's full time, moved out of my other place. Right. Um, I did it kind of with like a road trip, so it'd at least be a fun kind of first week, you know. And um, yeah, you figure it out very quickly. You're like, okay, where to, you know, you, you learn libraries and things. Oh, I, yeah. Now, this, this is in no way going to be the theme of cover to cover, but I'm yeah, fascinated yeah. by this. So how do you receive mail if you even need to receive mail? Um, so there are a couple options I could give to people. I um, My mailing address is still in Las Vegas at my parents' house, but okay. uh, there's a gym in Hollywood um, where you can, like for 40 bucks a month, you can work out there. It's a great gym. It's right next to Hollywood Boulevard. And I found this out. For 10 bucks a month, you can get a mailbox there. So Really? There so that's any, like for homeless yeah, people? If there's, yeah, pretty much. If there are a lot of, I feel... Is that is that like a YMCA or something? You know, it's... Uh, no, it's... Uh, it's it's right on La Brea and um, right next to uh, that Starbucks over there on okay. like La Brea and Sunset. I don't know the name of the Hollywood gym. I think it's called. Oh, right, 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 right. But um, yeah, no, that's uh, now that I do it, you like once you start doing it, you see it everywhere. And then like you start like you. Especially can, now in yeah. Los Angeles. I've yeah. never seen it quite so. Not guys living yeah. in their cars. I mean, I'm just talking about the tents and everything on yeah, the side yeah, of the, yeah. the streets. All of it. And um, why do you believe that is? You believe it's because this town. See, when I got here, I got here years ago in, in the same way you did, you know, looking to be a comedian and an yeah. actor and all that stuff. Uh, but it was just a, I mean, you could get an apartment. Now, I'm not kidding. You could get an apartment to show you how long ago I, I got here. You can get an apartment in a decent part of Los Angeles for $400 a month, mm. a single apartment on Vermont, where I was Vermont yeah. and Hollywood Boulevard for 400 bucks a month. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you could make that happen at waiting tables or whatever you did. Now, I don't know how people do it, how a guy like you or whoever else comes from Denver or comes from Vegas, like you did, mm. or comes from wherever they come from to Los Angeles and gets an apartment or anything it could, it's, because yeah it's, it's it's fucking crazy like single apartment little tiny studio studios yeah uh are are two thousand dollars bucks yeah. easy before before they're right knocking on your door for water and yeah power. yeah exactly and a lot of the time there a lot of the old buildings will be on one um like in in downtown vegas they're taking old hotels and they're turning them into like condos but they're all on one meter so then you've got like the the company is coming to you like your your management company is coming to you for utilities instead of the utility company so a lot oh, of times wow. that'll get tacked on on the back end too and yeah, I mean, I know people who have studios who are paying two grand a month. Yeah, for them and it's, yeah, yeah. I uh, I totaled my car when I got here, um, and I bought a new one since, and I ended up for five hundred bucks a month staying with five other people just right behind Rock and Roll Ralph's on Sunset. Oh man, that's uh, a, so that's still the spot where five people live together. Yeah, it, it yeah. was when I first got yeah, to LA. Still There'd is. be like six dudes in a metal band and, living and it's behind the that same place. Family of bedbugs, probably that is You're like probably right there. They're yeah. elderly bedbugs yeah, now. I, I was there for um I was there for like a month before I, I got another car and kind of moved back into action. But it's uh yeah, for five hundred bucks a month you can share a two bedroom apartment with six other people. So why LA though? Why I mean if it's such a grind here, and it is, okay. uh, like I I feel like now, more so than ever, another thing that's changed since I've gotten into the game is you can make it in any city at mm -hmm. this point because of stuff like this, podcasts yeah. and and mm -hmm. and YouTube and things like that, and Twitter and you know, and all, you could have a social media presence. Used to be the time where there was none of that and you had to come to Los Angeles to be seen by people. I don't think that's the case anymore. So now you could go back to Denver or back to Vegas or back to uh, some of these places where it's a lot more affordable to live. It's a lot. It's a lot nicer to live. Uh, so why come to Los Angeles? Uh, if you want to be the best lawyer in the world, you shouldn't do it from Iowa. You know, you should probably right. move to New York City. I, I want to be. I want to compete with LA Comics. I want to be. I could. 
I could stay in Vegas and get booked now. I could get probably booked more in Vegas than I can here. Yeah. But, but there's maybe a handful of bar shows as opposed to, you know, out here, you, can, you can't toss a rock without hitting, you know, somebody who's a self-starter, who's producing their own shows, who is, and probably even producing it at a club, a high, you know, a very right. good place. So it's a... The, the 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 LA juice is still worth the squeeze. It is a grind, but uh, there's a lot of growth that can happen in a very short period of time. If well, I guess that's good to hear. Yeah. I mean, it's good to hear that there is some 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 uh, juice still left in it. Yeah. Uh, but I I mean I see guys like Nate, like a uh, a guy like Nate Bragazzi who's mm. you know who kind of just kind of made it through being a Nashville comic and getting mm. bigger and bigger and better there. Went to New York for a little bit, and even a guy like I don't know if you know Dusty Slay. Mm. Dusty Slay. I just re- met him at the Improv last week. He's great. He's Real cool. funny yeah, guy. Yeah. He features for me a little bit on the road here and there, but. Real funny guy, and a guy who's really never come to New York or L.A., but he's yeah. you know he's been on Fallon twice and Kimmel once, and so he you know it's great to see guys like that because they that didn't used to be mm. you had to be here or New York and and to make it yeah um so anyway that's good to hear man but I, I, good luck to you because it seems like a real grind out here now and it sucks it yeah. sucks that it's become that way mm. I, I because it was a fun town to be in when you could afford it mm. now I just don't know how. You can do it because now we want to get a job as a, as a waiter or a bartender like we used to do. And even with that, even if you have a good one, you can't afford two grand a month. Oh, yeah. And not only that, but you can't like everything is more expensive here. Right. Food is, you're everything. Not, you can't go to a, you can't even go and get like takeout for less than 12 bucks yeah. anywhere. You know, it's it's a it's an expensive place to be. So you got to be really you got to be. I know a lot of young comics who are here and they're biding their time and they're not working hard. Yeah, and that's just a waste of money. That's a that's squandering an investment. Now, do you find like I, that was a trap? I you we all fell into a little bit because you start to wait tables and bartender stuff, and and you do make some money at it. At least back when I was doing it, and it was an affordable thing to do. You, you know, then you would start getting caught up in that world. You're like, well, shit, I'm making four hundred dollars a night. Yeah. Why why go do an open mic yeah. when I don't have to? Yeah. Um, and I feel like I see a lot of guys fall into that world. Yeah. Well, and service industry, and this is big money town. So, like, if you get a good job at a good restaurant, people yeah. drop a couple hundred bucks on you, you know. A no night. kidding. Yeah. And, I mean, I know guys still. I mean, when I was when I was a bartender out here up on Sunset Boulevard years ago, I mean, I was making $700 a night. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's yeah. huge money. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, no taxes and all that. It was just great. And then you get caught up in it. You know, you're there till two o'clock in the morning, da 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 But I mean, some guys still have a hustle. But you know, I the guys who fall by the wayside quickly need to fall by the wayside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's good. It's people should peel uh-huh. off in this. Yeah, and yeah, you're, you're you're trying to compete in the most competitive market, right? You know, you're probably not gonna. If you want to play in the big leagues, you might not make it long. You might get cut pretty early. And so. and and good because yeah, yeah. it's a tough that's what game. Makes it the big leagues, right? Yeah, yeah. right. It's yeah. tough. It like and and another thing that I I pride myself on, and a lot of guys I know you do the podcast with here. You have a lot of comedians who do mm-hmm. different podcasts from the studio. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a veteran road comic, and I have been for now for you know ten eleven years, uh, and you know a headliner and at A clubs and and you know some B and some some C at times, but I'll take the shit. And I feel like nowadays, I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel like all those guys who hang at the comedy store and stuff like that, which is nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But those dudes who are there, you know, on roast battle nights and stuff like that, the young guys aren't focusing enough on becoming a road comic, which is where you ultimately want to be because the money will always be good. Yeah. You build your audience and you build your audience and you have your hour. Uh, so I feel it's almost a little bit, uh, maybe I'm wrong because I don't really hang in that world much anymore. The, you know, the, like the new guy world, but, uh, I I feel like it's almost frowned upon to be out there at the funny bone in Omaha on a weekend, you know, but it's great. You, you, I mean, you here, you're getting seven minutes here, eight minutes there, 10 minutes here, you know, in a room that maybe they're listening, maybe they're not, but you go out on the road featuring or or even, even opening, uh, you know, at a funny bone in Omaha, you're getting a, an attentive audience five nights a week Mm. uh, in most cases. And you're probably doing five shows and you're just building and building and building and you're hearing material that works outside of Los Angeles, which is a a lot of stuff works. People take for granted. Yeah. That doesn't work here. You know, you can't, you can't go 
you stuff you do on the road, and this is no and no way saying it's that's better because yeah. sometimes you have to do some tricks on the road yeah. that no comedian's proud of, but you just have to do it. Uh, and then you come back here and you try it like a bar show or something. You're like, oh shit! Well, uh, I mean, work. Yeah, yeah, you know. So. I've seen a lot of LA comics come to Denver. Well, you worked at clubs, yeah, yes. Yeah, so. I work. Well, I work at the Improv here now. Oh, you do? Yeah, okay. I'm a door guy and sound guy there. And then I did door and sound at the Comedy Works in Denver. And I've seen LA two, comics. Two of the best clubs. Yeah, I'm, I've been very lucky, and I feel like you're around the black belts all day. You kind of pick up, you know, you, you, yeah. you see the best in the world going at it, you know. Right. Um, but uh, I've seen comics who can. Watch it's good to see that the yeah. improv is paying you enough to live in your car. Yeah, That's exactly, yeah. nice of the improv yeah, to do that. They're good. They're good yeah, to me like that. Real uh, sweet of them. Yeah, and the uh, three open mic spots a month. I get. Oh wow, what yeah. a generous place but, to work. Um, yeah, no, it's a. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 no different than a security job. But at least I get to watch some comedy while I'm doing it. Yeah. So and you know it's good. Uh, if if you are the self starter type, what you are mentioning is the people who hang around at places like the Improv or the Comedy Works or um, the Comedy Store. Yeah. I look at those people as waiting for the gatekeeper to open the gate. Right. And there are only so many people to get let through that gate. If you want to go the road route, or even if you and a couple of your buddies want to go and build a stage for a bar, like I have a group of buddies, we run a local show. You can, if you put in the hard work, you can build your own audience. We bark in up yeah. to 100 people on Hollywood Boulevard on a Wednesday night. What show is that? It's called a Comedy Chow. We were at a Oh, Hooters. I know yeah. Comedy Chow. Yeah, so yeah, you guys do it out of a, out of. Cabo Wabo. Cabo Wabo, we yeah. Steven, I've been on. You're Hooters, yeah. Yes, I've been yes, on the crew yes. for about a year now. Um, but Steven did that show for five years at a Hooters. I, I've, and, I've gone. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know. It's they're a group of ten guys who show up and give eight hours of their time, and it's a lot of labor. And right, we're we're usually screwing around a little too, but you know we put a lot of effort into a street team into actually barking into trying to build yeah. a crowd. That's you know, and you got to get your workouts in as a comedian. And if the store, or the improv, or the haha or wherever isn't giving you time, right. You, you, sometimes if you want to get better, you got to go build your own gym, you know? Well, so. when I came up through it and all the guys who who, who are now successful that you, you know, all the people you probably see at the improv and the comedy store now, we, th there was no improv and comedy mm. store. It, the comedy store certainly wasn't what it is now. Yeah. I mean, there were not lines down mm. the block and so that. You'd go into the comedy store when I was coming up and there would be 10 people in the room. I mean, to, so, so much so there was talk of closing it down. Yeah. They were like done. They were going out of business. Just a place to do cooking. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it was. It was a bad, it, you know, and it was a dark, Kind of, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a, a fun scene at all. So you, people did create Dublin's and Red Rock and these bar mm -hmm. shows that were packed, yeah. and that's where Dane came up mm -hmm. and all of these guys. Started, even Chappelle, you know, yeah. I, I remember some of these place called Westwood Brewing Company in Westwood where it you couldn't move in there, mm -hmm. but yet the comedy show was empty. Yeah, and then you know it, it was it was Gaffigan and Burr and everybody in these yeah. bar shows. Mm -hmm. Just before anyone who they well, were. And there's something real to it, too. Uh, Burr, for our last show at Hooters, Burr was walking by. Yeah. We're like, hey, you want to do a spot? And he's like, no. And then about 10 minutes or 10 feet past, he turns around. He's like, how's the crowd? When's it start? Yeah. Like, well, crowd's good. It's a rowdy bar crowd. We pulled tourists off the street. Yeah. And uh, got a couple of regulars. And uh, you could, like, the show's already going on. You could go up next. Like, <laughs> we're obviously going to bump up right. and Mike or whatever yeah, for yeah. Bill Burr. And uh, he walked in and got right on stage. And uh, he, I see him frustrated with how soft the crowds are at the improv regularly. Where right. he'll walk out and he's like, man, you can't even talk to these people anymore. And he didn't do that in our room. So, right. you know, you that's... that's Soft in the, what way? Soft meaning they're offended by everything? Yeah, they, yeah they're very... Yeah, they don't want to hear it. Do you, you know? feel that to be true? Because I, I feel it's a bit... I feel like it's a bit of a... I, I see it both sides. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a bit of a cop out sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah. well, the re yeah, people are offended because you're an asshole. Like, mm -hmm. they, they should be offended. Yeah. Some of the shit you're doing is offensive. Yeah, like that doesn't make them pussies. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're offensive. Yeah. Um, and I've seen that, and I'm like, well, I, just because you're a comedian doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. mean you could say whatever the fuck you want. I know you can, but there are going to be repercussions to yeah. doing such things. And you have to be like. I mean, I'm from Vegas. I'm a dark bar comic. You right. can be dark. You just have to be good. And, or you can talk about stuff people don't want to hear. You just got to, you know. Right. I mean, Jessalyn looks dark, but Jessalyn yeah. looks likable on stage. Yeah, exactly. And... It's hard. That's a hard line to walk to where you're like the likable asshole who's right. really dark. Like, he does it very well. Well, I think you, uh, I think the key for, uh, now we're just going, we're doing a comedy yeah, podcast, which no, is yeah. exactly what wanna, I didn't want to do. We can kick off the. No, no, no. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 
likability on stage is the key to I don't give a shit what your material is yeah. but if you're not likable on stage fuck it, it nobody yeah. it just they, they they're not cluing in from the f- f- word first thing you say then you're, you're screwed yeah you know so I mean I feel like that's that's the key yeah I mean you look at the comedians you like any of them you'll just, uh, they're just kind of likable on stage yeah. for whatever reason you know I don't just know the why. way they stand it's yeah like, it's all infectious. that stuff it's like you know and that's stuff that comes with time you yeah. know you just become more comfortable with yeah, yourself and that's that's a huge part of it. It's yeah. a good time. Anyway, did you see A Star Is Born? I did not. No, no you don't not. go to the movies, right? No, I did. I went and saw um, Bad Times at the El Royale the other day. How was that? Phenomenal. Really? Like, phenomenal? Like, do you go to a lot of movies, or I, is it phenomenal like I just was excited that I was I out of my car? To, no, no, I don't go to a lot of movies. My girlfriend's an actress. Okay. So she goes to a lot of movies. I've been going with her a little bit. That, from the from a storyteller, from like... From someone who, I, and I like things where they build an atmosphere. It's not just, a, uh-huh. like, it's not present-day New York. It's, no, it's this is the world we are setting up for this story to take place. Okay. And it was very involved. It was almost Tarantino-esque, where it's like everything was done to the level that they wanted it done. Like, every, down to the logos, you know. It was, yeah. just, it was a complete world that they built to tell a story. That's cool. And uh, they told, like, you know, it's kind of like the movie Crash or something where there's like eight stories kind of taking place and they all converge on one point. But uh, they they kept a lot of the characters and who they are kind of a mystery. And it was cool. I mean, there's like a kind of a take on like a like an old uh, what's the Charles Manson kind of guy. Yeah, there. If you're smart, you can pick in a lot of the like they're kind of talking about. The Kennedys and possibly Watergate. Oh, so it takes place today. It's like a 60s, 70s? Yeah. I think it's like early 70s is when it takes place. And uh, there's like all these characters. There's a lot of really compelling characters and they tell a bunch of stories. And it's a long movie. It's two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. But they draw together nicely. And where did you meet your girlfriend? An actress here in Los uh, Angeles? I met her on the the Tinder machine. Yeah. yeah, Tinder or Bumble? Tinder. Tinder. Why Tinder? Uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, Tinder's fun. You're a handsome guy, though. I mean, you should have no trouble, like, getting girls. Yeah, but I also wasn't looking for a girlfriend. But you were. You were on Tinder. No, no. I was what looking, were you looking for? So you just looked, looked to hook for, up. Yeah, I was looking for something a little more casual. Now, was know? that the hookup one? I. It, it started out that way. I actually talk about that in my act a little bit, is that Tinder now is like a dating. Wait, you talk about Tinder in your act? Every yeah. fucking comedian yeah, talks know. about well, Tinder. Yeah, I know. Well, I try to tone it down a little bit. That's kind of where I go with it, is that now it is a dating app. It used to be the hookup app, and now it's... The dating. I know. Well, uh, everybody, yeah, yeah the world has gone soft. Yeah, now, you know? yeah a lot of people are going to like, where'd you meet dad, mom, and Bumble, Tinder, where, yeah. you know. Which but, is fine. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I feel like hooking up has gotten a bad mm. reputation and it's always been fun. Yeah. Like, has anyone really, does anyone really regret their hookup years? We all, we've all had them. You don't know what you want until you go and see what's out there. Right? I agree. So, I yeah. agree. Anyway, well, that's fun. Stars Born is on our list. We're going to go see that. I'm a huge fan of singer songwriter. Oh, well, you'll love it. If yeah. you're a singer songwriter guy. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. It's, I mean, people love it, love it, love it. You know, like they're like mm-hmm. Oscars and Lady Gaga is very good. She's a mm-hmm. good actress, but of course she's a good actress. She's been yeah. a performer for years. Yeah. It's not, I think it's very hard for someone who's doing like a character mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Yeah. In her Gaga as a character, mm. for her to move to acting is yeah. pretty easy, I believe. What I feel, what I believe about any time a musician goes into movies, like Beyonce has, and even Mariah Carey has, and a lot of these people have, and then they don't do it very often. They're kind of done after a little while, and I believe it's it's boring for them. Like if you're a musician who's on the road doing giant concerts one night, and then getting out of town and getting on a bus and heading to another crowded of you know 40,000 people screaming for your your name being on a set of a movie has got to be so boring boring yeah waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting to do 30 seconds and then waiting and waiting and waiting again so I feel like they're actually like yeah why would I do that and the uh, the accomplishment is so far out too you got to wait for post-production right every, like it's you're not gonna, getting you're not gonna, getting any yeah. instance which is the thing about stand-up that yeah. I always loved because that's why like a lot of these guys you'll see when they become not so much anymore but when a guy became successful back in the you know a few years ago when they would, they went from stand up to, to you know TV or whatever. They were done with, um, you know, they never went back to stand up again. Eddie Murphy's, mm-hmm. uh, my my boss Chelsea Handler. They're like they were done with 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 stand up. And I was like, well, why would you be mm-hmm. now? Now you could walk in any club and. Well, and those guys working at the improv, those guys pop their head in all the time, and it's a muscle that atrophies just like any muscle. You right. Know? If you don't sing, like if you don't sing for twenty years, and you try to go back on tour, your voice is going to be shot. And you see some of these guys who are 
legendary who come in who it's kind of like the old like LeBron Jordan thing where it's like, man, if you want to swim with the current now, you should start stretching before you just jump on in, yeah. you know, and, and you see it. It's and I feel like a lot of people that do leave stand up, they always regret it later. Like, right. And I should have kept that muscle sharp because it's fun. It's and then, fun. And then when you're done making movies, you're like, man, I got nothing to do. I'm going to go hang out at the improv. Right. And you're not. You know, you're not who you were, you know, but it's cool too. is seeing some of those guys come back and really. Yeah. Yeah. Which they're all, yeah. well, I see a lot of them coming back now. Mm-hmm. And I think that has to do with like money. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> and things like that, you know, which is, uh, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean like guys like Jeremy Piven and stuff, I, I, that I don't really, I mean, I guess it's, I feel like you have to work, Yeah, you know, and I, I think he knows that what I've heard. I don't really he, know the guy, I, but yeah, I heard about, he, he did Jeff Dye's podcast recently. Yeah. And, um, I was talking about it with another door guy the other day that he's seems to be taking it seriously and understanding of the undertaking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's real easy mm-hmm. to take it seriously yeah. when you're headlining the moment you started. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So, um, but you yeah. know, I'm seeing the jackass guys coming around and like, I saw Wee man do his first set and, uh, you know, uh, Steve O's starting to do it. And well, Steve O's been doing it for a while now. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's at the, I, I saw Wee man do his first, like kill Tony spot at yeah. the store, you know? And, um, you know, you just see people who, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you're, they're draw, we're drawing entertainers from other right. venues and other fields. Right, which in. we, I, f- I feel like as comedians, we should all band together and, and, and make it a little bit harder to get into it, this yeah, club. Make, I a, think make we, them earn it a little Yeah, bit. we let everyone in it. Well, and they, I, they don't let us in, so yeah. why should we let them in? But the name of the game with clubs is who can draw, so they're like I understand that. They're, they're I get it. YouTube stars who can sell 200 seats. Sure, I mean, they're a business know. like any other. I yeah, get it. Yeah. And but eventually that they'll fuck themselves over because- and, People will come to those shows, and they have. I, I'm on the road. Every, I'm on the road yeah. every weekend, and and these these people will tell you they're like, we went to see blah blah last week, and it was terrible. Yeah. So the, the people, those people come back for for people mm. like me and whoever else. Yeah. But they, some of them don't. Mm. Some of them like, you know what? Fuck it. A comedy club's terrible. I'm not yeah. going back there. Yeah. And so if they, you know, if they go see Dustin Diamond or Screech or whatever, and it yeah. sucks, well, I mean, I, but that guy's out yeah. on the fucking road, yeah. and people go, man, mm-hmm. and 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 it 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 fucks it up for the rest of us. I mean, hey, I'm not begrudging the guy. You yeah. Know, t- well, and and the thing, like you see, it's very apparent though when you see a YouTube sensation who's got a writer, and they're like in the back, like going over what his hour is going to be, and you're like. You make 15 minute videos in chunks. Have you ever done an hour? An hour yeah. on stage is yeah. fucking it's, hard, yeah. man. I'm nowhere near it. Yeah. You know? and, and it's and, hard. And it's hard to be entertaining and to find where the lulls have to be and where the, you know, the highs and the lows. I mean, it's, it's, it's to get to, to the hour mm-hmm. on the road is, is, uh, there's probably it's 200 a, people who do it. It's a 10 year pursuit. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. You got to reach mastery and you see it with them. They'll sell 200 tickets and they have a built in crowd of people there to see them. They right. are invested in that person's thoughts and what they're going to say. Who though? Who? Like I keep hearing this and I'm out on the road. Like I said, and I'm at the A clubs. I'm at the funny bones and the improvs and mm. above every weekend. And I see the posters of the people coming and mm-hmm. the, I don't see YouTube stars. I see headlining I see yeah. Kreischer and I see uh-huh. those guys so I, I, I everyone keeps telling me they're hiring YouTube stars I'm like but but where you where know, I don't do the road you enough, guys don't put up YouTube stars at, at, at the improv do you yeah we put up we have live podcasts who can sell if you could sell to well that's tickets, different uh, yeah, kind of. So I don't want to call anyone out, but there's like some person who had like a cooking channel and they were kind of like comedic relief and you see that person sell out two shows. And they're like literally going over their material in the green room with their writer. And 15 minutes in, it's starting to yeah, taper. 15. And, I mean, yeah. And then at, at 30, they're, you're at 20, even they're sweating. They're doing so and anyway. At, and at 45. Anybody have any questions? Like, well, because <laughs> what, what people also don't know is, is how uh, two minutes is a long fucking time when you're on stage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Three minutes, five minutes. Uh-huh. It, these, you Especially think that sounds like. Content. Right. Yeah. Something. So, it's anyway. Not, yeah. Yeah. We could go uh, through it, but. Uh-huh. But so Star is born. Anyway, it's, it's interesting. You see it. You would like it. I, I, it's, it's good. It's, uh, I didn't find it great, but I know people have. Mm-hmm. Um, Bradley Cooper's good. Mm-hmm. He's basically doing a Chris Christopherson impression, which is a, you know, they, it's a remake of the Chris. Yeah. Chris it, well, I guess it's been made four times now in Hollywood, but um, check it out. I'm glad you go to the movies. Yeah. Now, how did you get a girlfriend on Tinder and where you live in a car? Because isn't there a point where they're like, oh, come on. You give know me what? A yeah. And, but you're uh, still a young guy. Well, it's funny is I put it in the in the profile like, yeah, I live in my car. And 
you'd be surprised how many people, like when you say comedian living in their car, they go, that's a joke. Right. <laughs> it's like, I, t- I gave you the red flag up front. Yeah. But, um, no, she, uh, yeah, we met on there and, uh, we were, we just went and hung out and she, oh, like we started talking and, uh, how, how long have you been dating? Um, February, since February. I had a stroke in February and about a week after we started dating. A stroke? Yeah, yeah. On the, I was in a jiu-jitsu class and ended up in a weird position. In a, see, exercising t- yeah, see, is it, not good. It's not good. It's not good. And uh, she actually took me to the hospital. Her dad's an ER doctor in Florida, and she called him, and he's like, oh. He must be thrilled about this relationship. Uh, he doesn't know that I live in my car, but <laughs> you know, she's she's classically trained actress, so she's been in it a while. So her dad kind of knows the path for, like, her brother is a is a doctor also. Her uh-huh. sister's an attorney, and she's the she's, she's the, the actress. She's the spoiled young actress in the family, yeah. But she's, you know, yeah. It's and kinda, what did we, well, let's go back to the stroke. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I had a stroke. Um, She took. Yeah, I don't know. What. But are you showing no signs of stroke? So I had three days um, in the hospital. Uh, I couldn't walk. I, so I had a stroke on the mat in jiu-jitsu, and jiu-jitsu is a thing that takes place on the floor. Right. So as I stood up, and I felt weird. My weight was weird, and, like, things were happening. Things felt a little differently while rolling, but it wasn't until I stood up and realized that I couldn't walk. You know, and uh, my left arm, I couldn't uh, use it either. Like, if I went to point that way, my arm would just shoot out here, you know, about to the 10 o'clock instead of the midnight, if I was telling it to go midnight. And uh, so, wait a minute, you know, what what is that from? Like a pinch of nerve? uh, So, I have, if you, if you have your arterial wall, I got a tear inside the wall. So, it didn't cause any bleeding moving outside of the. It was a it was a tear inside the wall of the artery. So you have to go to the the, the hospital. I d- not anymore. Yeah, but what happened was essentially the damage that caused the break in the wall also caused a like a stop like a very quick um, it's a stoppage. Of but you're taken to the hospital from the jujitsu class. Oh yeah, oh, so an ambulance comes. Yeah, no, now, no, Because no. I'm going to get to something. No, on this. she she drives me. So your your girlfriend comes and gets you and yeah, drives you to the house. You go I, to an emergency room. Yeah, not not immediately. I I started with now. Why not ago. immediately? Because uh, you can't afford it. Because I don't have insurance. I, that's, yeah, this is what yeah. I'm trying to get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I I will. I I can't. I can't afford I have this. Have to be talked into into a life of debt or seven years. I know. I that, believe yeah. what. As you travel, you know, you're yeah. from. You've been to spend some time in Denver and Vegas and blah blah blah. You see people. A lot of people who walk around walking in constantly injured. Mm-hmm. Everybody's limping. Anybody over fifty's got some sort of limp or some sort of thing on that. You know, mm-hmm. ace bandage or some shit. And I believe that that's the reason why because nobody had good insurance mm-hmm. or, and they just said fuck it mm. let it heal yeah. naturally mm. and everybody has some sort of gimp or limp now because of that yeah unless you're rich those are the people who are walking upright enjoying their day but even yeah but those are the people who are eating all the who are getting all the inflammation in their diet too and they're probably falling apart also a little bit too i feel like high living i feel like hurts the body so now too. so now you've, you 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 have the stroke you eventually go yeah. to the emergency room yeah how, how do you afford this uh so so now you fucked the rest of your life so, you got no, a ninety thousand so dollar bill kaiser permanente is where i went and uh walking in kaiser permanente is a great uh company they have um pretty much their own insurance company you get on on plan with kaiser yeah it's like a sure. membership to the pay uh so what they did was i came in and they said they were going to they they i was telling them because they're trying to put me on you know medication all this and i was like no 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 if it's for pain i'm a tough young man i'll I'll stick it out i don't want to pay for your painkillers right and they informed me off the bat because i didn't know it was a stroke yet because i could walk i just not well like i'm kind of sliding my feet along the ground i walk myself in yeah and they look at me and they're like oh left side can't use his left arm. He's fallen left. They knew right away it was a stroke. Her dad, my girlfriend's dad knew too, but yeah. no one, they were just like, ah, just take him and sit, let, let wow. him, you know, no one wanted to break the news to me, you know? Sure. So, but, uh, how old of a guy are you? I'm 26. Okay. So I'll be 27 in two months. Um, this happened shortly after my 26th birthday. Um, and I walk in and, uh, I start telling them that I don't want drugs for pain management and that I'll be fine. And they kind of let me know off the bat, like, you don't get to tell us what you get. We think you're a little more screwed than you realize you are. Right. And, um, you know, we'll handle your care essentially. And they, they told me it was going to be a full ride visit is what they told. They're like, you, you get the full ride. 
And then they brought later a paper to me and had me fill it out. And it asked for my social. So I'm like, is this a loan? What are, what are you doing? And they're like, no, we're it's a credit check, but just just trust us here. Like, right. and, uh, and they brought it back and they're like, well, you got approved. What we're going to do is we're going to write off any medical expense you have for a month off on our taxes. So pretty much there, they got to, they told me if you need medication, surgery, whatever, it may be 30 nights in the hospital on a month to month basis, we'll figure it out as you go. You have, you have access to us for a month for anything you need for free. And uh, they wrote off my medical expenses. What's the catch? You eventually have to sign up for Kaiser Permanente no, for $900 a month. No, nothing. No catch. <laughs> really? I'm the luck. My cousin just had an appendix burst in Vegas, and he's going to have to declare bankruptcy yeah. at some point in time. He can't afford it. He's fucked. I, I'm sorry. I don't know if you're, how you are. No, fucked is but, fine. But, uh, uh, yeah, he is fucked. I agree. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I, uh, so I had three days where I couldn't walk, and I walked in. So I knew, and I'm, I come from a, a big physical training background, so I know, like, there's atrophy there, but it's not impossible, you know, it's, there's a, there's a route back, I just got to figure it out. Yeah. And, um, my parents drove down from Vegas, and uh, I was in the hospital three days, I got out, and, um, I was back to walking within a couple days, and it took a few days of almost kind of like boxing drills yeah. to get my hand back to where it was. And I get, I'll be honest, I, I stumble a little in the dark. I, you know, when, when there's low light conditions and my brain's got to put everything together, sometimes it, there's some wonkiness there. But really? Yeah. But for the most part, I, free of charge, God, you know, I, I, uh, I this is fucking crazy. I don't believe it. You're going to get a bill someday. I have no idea it's gonna what to come knocking on that I, Prius window yeah, one yeah. day you, with you the, come get the it, credit yeah. collectors. Yeah, that's why they'll be able get, to find you. Yeah, you can't get blood from a stone. If Good you can't for you, stone, man. Yeah, so. stay in the Prius and but, hide uh, yeah, from and hide from Kaiser Permanente. Yeah. But as as it's been described to me, I am free and clear, and I'm the luckiest stroke victim ever. I was back to walking. I, I had brain damage. Uh, it takes like they say after brain damage, you sleep a lot. Uh -huh. Um. By the time I got out of the hospital, I'd had like, I stayed at the girl's house. We'd only been dating like two weeks and she's burdened with me. Um, this girl seems like a saint. Yeah, she's great. And yeah, she's, the day I met her, she told me she had a degree in finance from NYU. And I was like, has okay. she done any, any acting? Yeah, she's, she's done a little bit. I mean, she's young. She's 24. She's getting yeah. in, but she's, uh, she just did a short film on like PTSD like a student film, she okay. A couple student films, and and she good. She's getting well, you have to say no, she's she. Good. I I legitimately think she's good. Okay. But I also push her to work harder. Does she think you're good? Yeah, I mean, she's come to see your comedy. Yeah, she's seen me a couple times, and she has a. She's from Florida. She can. She's she's a. It's best to probably separate both the worlds. Mm -hmm. you, yeah, she'll come. Yeah. Let her come once or twice. Then and be like, oh, this is my work. Yeah, exactly. And you don't need to be and, here. And she likes to support more than I let her. Actually, right. there's a lot of that where again, it's like I have a lot of buddies whose girls at every show that's not right and it's like at some point yeah. at some point all your friends are like Dude, what the fuck i know yeah for? like we don't want to talk to her yeah. so <laughs> yeah. she she but she's understanding of that too where i say like look tonight's going to be a net we call i call it a networking night right where it's, that's my way of saying i don't have time to hang out with you tonight yeah. i gotta talk to people i gotta shake hands of course i gotta it's I, work yeah, like exactly. anything else she wouldn't yeah. be standing next to you if it you're working at target like we're having fun but you know, no, it's work. Yeah. yeah. Hanging out and playing playing politician in a club is the worst part. It seems like you're drinking with your buddies, but you're just waiting for a producer to walk over so you can... Are you, do you drink after work, no. after shows, no, during I, shows? I'm not a big drinker, no. I mean, yeah. on, we produce our show on Wednesdays, and we do $5 margaritas, so yeah. I'll get a couple of those after uh, you know after my shift at the show at Comedy Chow, the show we produce. They, they have $5 margaritas during the show. We have $5 well draft and margaritas. This is what, this is the, let me, oh, I love when people yeah. say comedy is an art form, so no, the, you, it's a sales form. It's, yeah, right. But yet, they're you know they're, yeah. they're, they have like three dollar fireball shots in yeah. the bar before the show, and then they're always like, "How did the? I can't believe that crowd got so rowdy." Yeah, like, and you're like, well, the crowd well, got rowdy because you have five dollar drink specials. They don't they don't have five dollar drink specials at fucking Hamilton, no. or any other type of no, artistic no. endeavor. Yeah. Nothing. If you go see a comic at a casino in Vegas, you're paying seventeen dollars for a perfectly measured two ounce drink. Right. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, and you don't see many uh, rowdy crowds there. No. 
There's a, there's a, uh, I, 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 fuck it. It's called, it's one of the funny bones. I believe it is in, uh, I forget which one it is, Dayton maybe. Uh. The, they have a drink that they serve, like a big fish bowl type, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, every liquor in it. And in it's the drink, yeah, blue, blue fucking, blue. you know, it's got like 19 <laughs> colorful straws taken yeah. out of it. And, and in, they put a kazoo in the drink, mm-hmm. like little plastic kazoos. So when you're finished, they encourage you to blow the fucking kazoo while the comedian's on oh, stage. It's like, why would you, you're in a comedy club. Why would you put a kazoo in the drink? Uh, and as a door guy, like I'm the person who has to tell people to shut up all the time. Yeah. So like for me, I look at that and I'm like, that's my worst nightmare. It's the worst nightmare. Yeah, and, and, and it's just an easily, like, just don't serve a kazoo drink. Yeah. That's not that hard yeah. to do. Because at some point, somebody that works for the club who makes minimum wage has to go tap on someone's shoulder and go, right. all right, man, give me the kazoo. And, and nobody... Then, Entering that club yeah. said, "Hey man, you know you what? I hope they have sense. a. I hope they have kazoos. <laughs> no, Nobody. Yeah. Nobody was like, yeah, they got a kazoo in the drink, <laughs> and you're gonna love interrupting. Let's the, go to the yeah. comedy club because they have the the only yeah. place I know that has the kazoo. Yeah, drink. They, in Vegas, there's a place called the Sugar Factory, and they have a lot of those big punch bowl drinks. I know, where yeah. they'll throw sparklers and you know. Right, LED that's when that you see the people walking up and down the street with the big guitars. Yeah, that, of, yeah, of, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, liquor in it. And uh, yeah, that's like I've seen a lot of those. Th- I'm sure that kazoo drinks probably thirty bucks too for. Yeah, bucks and, sure. And it's but it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, well here Good we times. are. Here we are on cover to cover, which is was would not cover to cover at all. Mm-hmm. Because I, I didn't realize you were going to be so interesting. Oh, and, thank you. you know, so yeah. it was interesting to talk to you. And, and I love talking to guys who are new to it. And I'm fascinated about why you've chosen this path and, um, and, and, and how it, and what's the ultimate goal? Ultimately, you'd like to do what? You want to be Jimmy Fallon? No, or do you want to be um, Bill Burr? Road guy. Road if, guy. If I, could, if I could get into all the clubs that I admire right. and get a weekend a year there, that like I, my goal, I used to be a conventions manager at the Cosmopolitan in Vegas, and I made really good money. And at some point, I like woke up and was like, I got to do something different, anything different. Um, and I quit my job to go kind of figure out what exactly it was to do. And... Um, found comedy pretty quickly and I just realized like okay for me success will be 30 grand a year on a stage is better. I mean coming from right. Vegas we don't pay state income tax so that's 30 grand a year there is the 45 50 of most places but yeah. my with my upbringing I was saying 30 grand a year on stage is better than 100 grand a year in a cubicle. Let's figure Ag- out how to agreed, make agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And that and that's where it's kind of been it's been running from my old corporate Corporate America. Do you work clean or no? No, no, not at all. How dirty? Uh, I'm dark more than I'm not dirty. I'm dark. I'm yeah. Very, I'm, 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 I like to poke and prod and, and to, I like to get not political, but I call it topical. I don't, I never, I don't like use. Like what? What are you covering? Um, Covering the horse so, face so, incident? Have so you heard about the horse face incident? I haven't incident? heard about horse face, no. Oh, well, Trump uh, tweeted yesterday, the day before yesterday, that, the, you know, Stormy Daniels, I guess the Stormy Daniels oh. case was overturned. Uh-huh. And now, she, uh, so he, he called was, her a horse face? He felt free to tweet that she oh. was, finally, this horse face is off my back and blah, 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 blah. I, blah. I hope someday I can afford the ugliest of $100,000 prostitutes. Well, the the also, also, the thing is, I do, you, honestly don't really find her ugly at all. No. I, can, I think she's kind of well, an attractive you, lady. And secondly, even Trump could fuck up. Money. Even Trump could fuck up a good insult because yeah. she's many things. She yeah. doesn't have a horse face no, at all. Yeah. There are a lot of horse mm-hmm. face people in the world. I'm be, mm-hmm. I'm one of them. Yeah. And but so for the call her a horse face, like, even fuck that up. Yeah. Like yeah. she's not a horse. There's many other things you could have called mm-hmm. her that would have that would be sh- just as shitty and yeah. probably more and, accurate and more accurate and. No matter wh- whoever is tuning into to his Instagram, at some point you have to admit that you're watching the spectacle. Of so course, why, yes. why, why is like no one's no one's tuning in going like, oh, I think we're going to get a real honest look on the, uh, you know, geopolitical. You but know, something's got to change. When did when did we yeah. become the I like? Listen, I don't and yeah. I hate to get too because I understand yeah. people's mm-hmm. I understand why people like the guy. I get mm-hmm. it. I understand. Yeah. Some people are downtrodden and they feel like they're not being heard. And this guy is speaking mm-hmm. to them. I understand. But. When you start getting into and encouraging and thinking it's great, like mm. I see people on Twitter after he called her a horse, they say, yeah, well, she's a porn star. Fuck her. I'm like, yeah. well, I mean. You don't w- watch porn? What type of world yeah. are we living in with that type of hatred is being fucking like fast? And I know it's out there. That's what I talk about on stage. Is right. That part is what is like, I don't even like to 
say Trump's name when I'm on stage because it's just like people are just like instantly. It's, it totally. It, 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 it brings it, the energy down. And it also it, it does also no, it doesn't pay off because you're like, well, now everyone's in a weird fucking mood and for no reason. And if everyone in the world is trying to make jokes about one guy, every joke has been made. Totally. But so like for me, topical will be like I'll talk about f- the fake news phenomenon. Right. And I'll make jokes about why are we tuning into fake news or why should we be or shouldn't we be or yeah. or kind of the end of the joke will kind of be spinning the accountability back to if you're the one falling for fake news you're the dumb guy like you can't at some point if you're going to keep reading bs like you wouldn't pick up the inquirer and be like you know and right. be like oh i believe what i'm getting so that's kind of where I try to go. Um, but we all knew, see, what I feel about the fake news thing now is we all knew the Inquirer was a bit of a bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of the thing. That's, that's what I thought. But talk now about, yeah. they're squeaking it in. I, listen, I'm not fooled by it, but I, I understand. This is a fucking big, dumb country, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I, you see it when you're out there. The you know. and the shepherd. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You know, f- out here in Los Angeles and some of the other places, Denver and the, the bigger cities, it's fine. Even there's dumb people here, too. Not yeah, saying there's yeah. not. But you get to some places where it's... They're it's, all dumb. They're people. dumb, man. And all dumb. <laughs> not it's not necessarily a bad thing. Dumb that's not, in those not cases. Dumb left or dumb yeah, right. That's just dumb. Just dumb. Yeah. yeah. You gotta be and the, and that's ultimately what it is, is those people who are just as like ready for change now, they're losers and they're gonna be ready to go hard left or hard right at any point. Right. They're, they they're just looking to not be losers anymore. And at some point you have to realize if you never could get out of that situation. You're yeah, going you're, to be yeah. a loser. Like, I understand that people are like, the economy's never been better. And da, well, da, we, da, call, da. we call tradition, like, oh, there's tradition. My my grandfather worked this plot of land. Your grandfather worked that land so you could get the fuck out of right. you know, Bettendorf or wherever yeah. you're at. So, you know, the, yeah, that's the the dumb people, I think. They're falling for the it's fake they, news they, and da, 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 da. They don't realize that they're being useful idiots. That's right. what, you know, but uh, yeah. now, and that's kind of the, the fake news thing. The scary part is the headline is the fake news. And then once you get to the bottom of the article, you're like, oh, that's none of what you riled me up about on the big font yeah. is even talked about in the little font. <laughs> you know? but, and what do you, do you follow any of this Elizabeth Warren um, Indian stuff? Have you followed any of this that she said, you know, a couple of years ago, she said she was, well, not actually in college, said she was 1% Indian, American uh, Indian. I haven't, but. Anyway, so yeah. it just now it's come out that Donald Trump, she took a, one of those, you know, 23andMe's and whatever. And it turns out she is actually 1.1 billionth percent Indian, which okay. I believe everybody yeah. is. I, it, it, whatever. Uh, Siberia, because, because. <laughs> yeah, but actually, I, I read something, something about it. I, I read an article about it that Twenty Three and Me mixes in different. Uh, they they mix in Mexican and blah 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 some other types of blood uh, genetic codes that we're all Indian because yeah. Mexicans can't considered Indian. So it was every, mm-hmm. a lot of different other things. Well, it all comes from a pinpoint somewhere. There you go. Yeah. So uh, so this has now become a big news story. This Donald Trump is saying that uh, she they're all making fun of her for saying she's Indian. Pocahontas, he called her and all this stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes it is kind of funny. The guy is funny. I'll give him that. Like He's I can see, I can see like be, if he wasn't the president of the United States, I was entertained by him. Yeah. I, as a guy who grew yeah. up in New, born and raised in New York, we knew this guy for, before anyone else knew him, we knew him as kind of like a, you know, buffoon in the city. Yeah. And he almost seemed to relish that uh-huh. role. He's like, yeah, I'm a millionaire idiot. And, yeah. and, and he liked being that guy. Uh-huh. And then even when he was on The Apprentice, I enjoyed it. It was an entertaining show. Yeah. He was fun to see. You're yeah. fired. Yeah. Like this was fun uh-huh. stuff to watch. Yeah. Then, you know, you can't now. can't be surprised. What, that's what got him to the dance. That's sure. what he's going to keep doing. Well, yeah. I mean, now I feel like you have to have something like that because- mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like the like the rock's gonna run, and people are like, yes, do it. I'm like, whoa, 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 let's fucking no. tap the brakes on having just people Oprah who Oprah is just as unqualified. <laughs> exactly. As Donald Trump yeah, is. That's right. Not no, a no, good right. Let's yeah. not all go no. just because they're on television. Mm-hmm. They should be the president. Yeah. yeah well, this and isn't that's good. the the term. Uh, I forget the comic, but the term someone uses a lot is a popular. It's a popularity contest. Right. So sometimes you get the popular but they're people. all fucking crazy. Yeah. Like watching that Ka- Kavanaugh thing. Mm. Um, Left and right. I'm like, yeah. these people are insane. I think they live in a bubble in that D.C. Mm-hmm. They get there. They, you got to be in it for years and years and years yeah. before you get to any type of... Uh, and and I, I feel like they, they're surrounded by yes men and bubble, almost like a little bit yeah. we are here. Well, we are here. You, get, you, you become fucking crazy because mm-hmm. you think 
this is right. You and it's radicalized. And that's I, I employ everyone to live in their car and to drive from California to Florida. You will see people. You'll be like, oh, shit, maybe I'm not the. Yeah. Maybe not everyone is like me. Right. Like, and for the most part, as you yeah. know, because you travel, yeah. I feel like most people are pretty good. They're like good people. I, like yeah. I'm in Chattanooga next week, yeah. and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm in D.C. To, uh, mm-hmm. this weekend. And and you you most people are pretty good, mm-hmm. but the fucking loud mouths are the one mm-hmm. we the ones we constantly hear yeah. screaming. You're like, God, is everybody a fucking asshole? Well, and now we empower those people to talk with right. social media. You know, but and my thing is, we talk about the sheep. I would almost rather Donald Trump be just using Twitter inappropriately because if he was coming out and saying, guys, we got a really good proposition for something, people would be like, I think people should look at a president using a social media engine as buffoonery in the right. first place. He, we shouldn't be trusting what this guy can say in 140 characters. We should yeah. be, I want, I want him to, I want him in an hour format where he's sitting down and, and people are questioning him, not where people can go. Did you see what he said? Yeah. Cause if, cause now that, now that people are used to their president being tuned in or being tuned into him 24 hours a day, at some point, somebody who's a little slicker is going to use that against us. Right. And I, I, I think that's where, I think that's the other end of the spectrum is coming to where it's once a professional guy comes in and the Twitter model has been established, he's going to, he's going to politic us a little. He's going to, he's going right. to slide in and he's going to be sneaky and he's going to tell people what they want to hear via the Twitter engine. I think it's good that people don't trust their leader in whatever he can say in 140 characters. I think it's yeah, better. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think they're all like the fact that it's Elizabeth Warren, what I was getting yeah. at was the fact that she believes that she had to go and take a, a 23andMe test to prove to Donald Trump that she is 100% American or, or 1% American Indian is the fact that she believes this is important to the people of her constituents. And I think she's Minnesota, Minneapolis, something. Is, is as fucking crazy as Donald Trump or any of the other ones, I believe. Anyway, that's my opinion. <laughs> we've 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 gone from cover to cover. Yeah. Uh, we didn't we didn't start uh, with the cover or end with the cover, but it was interesting to me whether to see anyone else. Who knows? But uh, who knows how these podcasts work? Is, is any of this shit interesting to anybody? If you, you find something that you uh, you find interesting, and I thought I I felt uh, talking to a guy who lives in a car is fascinating to me. That's it. And then a bunch coming up. Tons. Frangiola.com has everything you need. With Chris Frangiola. Cover to cover. With Chris Frangiola. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.